I hope for a better tomorrow. I hope for a better youth. I hope for a better history teacher so that all children may know the truth. I hope for the child to become head of schools where the scholars will be lawyers, electricians, doctors, judges, engineers, masons, plumbers, carpenters, roofers, bankers, agriculturalists, seamstress, rites of passage, facilitators, healers, lovers, peacekeepers, peacemakers, trauma specialists, and other than this, beautiful human beings. I hope for more playgrounds and water plugs blasting off in the summertime. I hope for more family reunions instead of uniting because family members keep dying. I hope for a child length in hues. I hope for a child to sing blues like Lady did. I hope for a child messiah to one day own his or her own fleet of ships and call it the second coming Black Star Line. I hope for a child Martin just a bit more defined with the pain of this time. I hope for a child Mamba. I hope for a child Fred Hampton, Bobby Seale, Huey, Momia, Ramona, Sojourner, X Amy, and Khadija. I hope for a child Marion Wright Edelman. I hope for a few black shuttlemen. I hope for a child Johnny Cochran. I hope for a child Carter G. Woodson. I hope for, I hope for, I hope for Mumu Fresh teaming up with Lauren Hill. I hope for, I hope for, as I hope to see a black child's face on a zillion dollar bill. I hope for, I hope for, instead of bullets, it will be righteousness that they will shoot us. Even though I might not see it, I sure do hope for a better future. I hope for. Peace, love, and power, beautiful people. This is the good brother coming straight to you from the center of self from the Eye Power Center, the intuitive point on which everything resides. And today's principle is the art of storytelling. Once again, we are here another Wednesday night, you and I, in order to explore the art of storytelling. I ask you to have an open heart, an open mind, and an open spirit. For whatever you hear, understand that if it heals you, or it makes you cry, or it makes you dance, or it brings back memory, of once upon a time in your life or your existence or the existence of somebody close to you know that it's all right it's all right and if you need to cry cry through the art of expression whatever that medium is for you we're here together so peace and light and love act one Scene six, scene begins. After all that time in freedom schools, I had to, I had developed a new love for self. I had developed a new awareness about me. I became aware of my environment. I became aware of the education that I was receiving. I became aware of a lot of things going through freedom schools. One of the things Freedom School did for me, it, 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 it put in me the desire to read more and more. When you thought you knew something and you came across somebody who knew more than you, you went back to read more and more. You read a book, they read a book, you read a book, you, read, you it had you, it, you just wanted more, more knowledge, more information. And so 
with the beautiful books that were aligned uh, within the curriculum of Freedom Schools, every book you opened looked like me. These children looked like me. The parents looked like me. The, it, it was beautiful stories about black and brown people. It was beautiful. So when we was going down to training, you had master teachers standing before us, teaching, uh, teaching us, being models, real models for us, you know? And these things rubbed off on me. I came back and it was like, it was like having uh, a, a thousand light, light, light bugs in a, in a, in a, in a mason, a small mason jar. You know what I mean? Just cry like that, the energy, just wanting to burst out, to shine, brighten something up. And my position in Freedom School was JSL. I started out as a JSL, a junior servant leader. And as a junior servant leader, I was uh, in a position to accompany a college intern, Brother Kiso, who I assisted him in a classroom of 10 children. And a beautiful thing about this is that you never know, you never know where the universe will place you. And so out of all of the pain and hurt and all the trials and tribulations that I had endured in that community in a community in, 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 in North Philadelphia going to this what I felt Freedom Schools was an oasis and Freedom Schools put me back in that very same community as a matter of fact put me right in the same elementary school that I uh, I graduated from As a, in addition to that right across the street from my auntie who had adopted me this is how it all comes back. This is how it all circle itself. And now I'm working with children who are in positions where they don't want to be home. Or they want to stay at the school in freedom school. They want to stay longer because they don't want to go home. They don't want to go back to certain abuses. They don't want to go back. And listening to these young people and seeing these young people reminded me of myself. It reminded me of myself. And it was just a blessing that I had writing to release to release what was in me and so now being around these young people being around young people who had these traumas and I understood perfectly because I wasn't too far from it I was able to hear and listen to them and then write from their perspective so that I could help them understand that they needed an outlet to express what they were feeling so that they had to be bottled up. And it brings me to this one moment where we was in the cafeteria. So these young, the young brothers, they knew, you know, uh, I was, I had, you know, I was a poet. They knew I was rhyming and things of the sort. And so when I would come into the cafeteria, the young brothers, oh, you know, brother Cav, no, 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 you know, what they called you, called you, you know. And so I, I would sit down at the table and one day coming into the, into the cafeteria, a few of my young guys, you know, some of them had their heads down and uh, I'm like, hold on, what's going on? And I go over to the table and two of the brothers is like, nah, you know, Brother K, just just don't mess with them right now. And so, uh, yeah, man, y'all in the program. Y'all the scholars, you know, I'm the JSL. So I got to find out, see what's going on, see how I can help, man. And no matter where, no matter what you think you know or what you know, if you are in an environment with new young people, you're going to have to show them or you have to gain their trust 
before they interact with you. Even if they're made to interact with you, if you don't have their trust, then those interactions will not be authentic. So I had to gain these young people trust and I did it through rhyming. And so I would ask, you know, I would ask them to write something. They asked me to write something. So we would go back and forth until a young person would open up. And I would have them to write something for me. And I'll write back. And that's how I would hear what was going on. And this became my method of pulling out of the young people what was already in them. Just as somebody had pulled it out of me. And I found my voice. And it was writing. And I found my purpose in my pain. I found my purpose right there in my pain. And it was to take the pain, figure out, uh, understand how to manage it, confront it, have other people around me to help me deal with it because I'm going back into the, to the war zone to help other people to deal with it so that they can come out of it. And it will blow my mind. And I, interestingly enough, the stories I would get from these young people and hearing how close to wanting to commit all kinds of acts was close to them. It was such a reflection of my life. It was like it was as if the universe put a mirror before me to show me that I still was in a process of healing. And a part of my healing was to help these young people to see that they needed to confront what they were dealing with or how to confront it because I had already been through where they were where they were I had already been through that phase of it and so being able to as a writer being able to give it to them and help them come through it was also a part of my healing it was also a part of my healing and it was at that time that I wrote the most I wrote I kept writing 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 I kept writing and then the more stories that as I, as I was doing more work with the young people and we would read different books and the activities in the afternoon would bring more uh, uh, um, light to their stories. I will write more. I will write more. And so I now was writing the poems and short stories as if I was the children. And I remember one of the one of the stories for the young kid that was in a cafeteria who had his head down. I called him Shine. That wasn't his name, so I can, that's, that's not his name. So Shine, if you out there, if you ever hear this, beloved, thank you for being my mirror. Thank you for being my mirror, man. You help, you help keep me on a path. And you help me to remember why it was so important to do the work that I was doing at an early age. I was a kid helping children I was a child myself, still working, working out some things. And y'all gave me y'all trust. And y'all trusted that I would do good with y'all stories and not spread them across the school or spread them. And, and I kept that. And I was in, and, and many of you all have made it forward. And so if you out there, Shine, know that I love you, little brother. And I remember writing, going back and writing a piece, um, Shine, the sun shell after the rain, pain before pledges, see this ain't no game. I never asked for this life. This is how the storm came and I hope, pray and wish for change. God, please stop the rain. See the sun will come out tomorrow 
there will be better seasons. I know your ways are for secret reasons. And most people in travel won't stop nor care to see them. God, please help them. They just react not knowing the truth behind the fact. For your safety and life, I pray, black child. Most people will fail to understand you, so they fear you. They would rather put you on Ritalin before telling you, I love you. See, for you, I too cry your struggle. I too cry your struggle. I had the privilege to work with a few great men. And for all y'all, keep your heads up because some people will fail to understand why the temper of your temperature was so high. Creator, why must the darker child be crucified because his tears of blood don't fall from his, his external eyes? That doesn't mean this young brother don't have tears and pain of internal cries for help expressed through his actions with people asking, are you crazy? Answer me. Yes, no, or maybe. Well, maybe. But this is the way y'all raised me, so just maybe. And if you look closely into my eyes, you would see my actions are just the interpretations of the words. Somebody please save me. But lately, it feels like the whole world hate me for something somebody else did to me when I was a baby. When I was a baby. Now society asks me, am I crazy? I reply, no, I'm just a child of society. Shine, the sun shell after the rain, pain before pleasure. See, this ain't no game. I never asked for this life this is how my storm came and i hope pray and wish for change god please god stop this rain and i remember writing that and i remember going back to that young brother and showing him yo beloved what do you think about this what, what's your thoughts and he couldn't believe it and he was uh, and he didn't really have the words to express how he felt and he was like, yeah, man, you get it, right? And not in those words. It was more in the actions and the feel at that time and what he, now, uh, how he presented himself, you know? And so I'm telling you, if you out there and you're going through what you're going through, your pain, your pain, in your pain is your purpose, your purpose is not too far off from your struggle. So if you're struggling struggling with figuring out what you should be doing in life, look at what you've been through in life. And when you see what you've been through and you evaluate it and you look at it, I guarantee you, you will come up with your life purpose. It's not too far behind you. It's not too far behind it. So out of all of this time doing Freedom School, I gained hope. I had hope that everything will be better, something will be better, it will be brighter. And come not too many, not too long after, it will be the college interns that will take me in and embrace me. And after embracing me, I moved through, I began to move through the ranks and become a college intern myself. And become becoming my college intern myself and back and forth to Tennessee and back and forth on these trips. I began to begin to build up a self-esteem that was mine and that was that was righteous and that was that was beautiful couldn't nobody take it away from me because it was mine it was earned out of all the trauma out of all the pain i began to surround myself with people who loved me and i understood their love for me i surrounded myself with older uh, uh, uh brothers of mine 
who was on the right path, who was righteous, who was dope. They had their flaws, but they was dope. And they knew that I needed help and I needed to, to deal with certain things. And they was able to assist me on my journey. And if they couldn't, they passed me off. You know, they say, hold on, hey Kev, you need to check this out. And if they did, and if it wasn't a person, it was a, it was a, a book that they gave me. Or they, and, and, and if it wasn't a book, it was an ear. Oh, oh make sure I like that poem. And it was encouragement. And all of these things. And during, during these times, during these years, I was, I had, I, you know, 18 graduating, graduating from Ben, ben Franklin in 2000. I had my first son. I had my first son. And even though Freedom School, Freedom School was in a, it was a summer program. And so that means what you going to do in the winter? What are you going to do in the fall? And I remember becoming depressed. I, I got real depressed because Freedom School was over. And so all the individuals that I had tied myself to and building me up, you know, that was dispersed. And so I almost had a relapse into all into all that pain and everything, man. And so it was a, it was amazing. And the way the universe worked it out, I, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be here today. And just to let you know, man, you got to confront the pain. You got to confront the trauma because trauma unchecked will check you when you get a family. Again, I so, I remember vividly when I was coming up, I didn't want, I did not want to be like my father, right? Because of the trauma, what he did, you know, X, Y, and Z. I did not want to be like him so much so that I became him. And the things he did with me or didn't do with me. I didn't do with my children, my first uh, sons. And it started to play itself out. And I'm like, hold on. Damn, I'm becoming my father. Why? I know better. I don't want to feel this way. And I couldn't pull away from it. That was another level of trauma that I needed to get handled. But I didn't know how to get it, take care of it. So I did at that age, at young age, my son, I thought my son needed millions and millions of dollars for me to be around him. It was interesting because my son, he just wanted me, his father. But I was his father and didn't have money because his, his mother, rightfully so, she needed me to help take care of my son. I didn't have the finances to do so. I started working at UPS. That was, you know, that comes and that was a struggle. But anywho, this was before I went to college and everything. But I still couldn't show up and didn't show up the way my son needed me to and the way my son's mother needed me to. And so if I didn't have the money, I didn't go see my son. But not going to see my son took away from our relationship instead of me just telling his mother I don't have the money but I still want to see my son nah if I couldn't bring the pampers or I couldn't do this or I couldn't get that I just stayed away and it was in those moments I started saying well damn did my father just leave me or what I became more acquisitive 
about the relationship between my mother and my father. Because now the trauma that I didn't get over it wasn't healed was at my front door all over again. But that's for another time. Listen here, family. It's an honor, privilege, and pleasure. And I thank you all for being on this journey with me. I thank you sincerely. So for all of my troubled sons and daughters, troubled brothers and sisters out there, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's light, not at the end of the tunnel, but there's light inside of you. There's hope. There's hope. And I want you to always remember that you're before anything. You're before everything. All right? And with that love, and with that light, and with those thoughts, never count yourself out. Every day is a new day to get it right. Every day is a new day to do the best thing, the you thing, the what you need for you every day. Do you understand? And for all of my brothers and sisters out there, my troubled sons and troubled daughters who were adopted or felt like they they had no home. Even though it said that there's no place like home, I wonder, is that still relevant for a kid who never had one, who, who felt like they never had a home? And for all of my people in the struggle of living a life in spite of your current challenges and obstacles, this is just a reminder, just a reminder that there are people all around the world going through troubled times. So we are not alone. We must find creative and positive ways to express what the world has placed in us as children and understand that the pain is only for a moment and the sun is still shining even when it rains. So be brave, be brilliant, be creative, be beautiful, be vigilant and vibrant. Be as the heavens will want us to be. Be love. Yeah, that's right. Be love for self. Be proud. Be present. Be conscious, be now and forever on a quest to better ourselves in this land. Be helpful, be wise, be humble, be in tune with all that is natural and be in tune with nature. Most of all, be children. Be children. This is not a goodbye, however. This is a grand rising with each and every day we have a new chance to make better and whole for ourselves. So let this day be a great one. Let this day be a new day. Your friend and comrade, troubled son, the sun will shine one day, Jackson. Until next light. Scene ends. <laughs>